I haven't Googled myself in a while, so I don't know what comes up. But I wouldn't recommend it. I don't worry. I'm not, not necessarily Googling you. Like, I don't Google you a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> whoa. Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. Welcome back. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about, um, we touched on this briefly last week, we're going to talk about um, more details of what we actually have had published. Um, so Anna Claire's uh, art critic articles and my just stuff over the years is like a journalism student and creatively and whatnot and all that we have out there. So yippee, we're published writers, even though we're not really. It doesn't feel like it sometimes. It doesn't feel like it. Boom. All right. No, we're so <laughs> successful, Brenna. You know what? So successful. We have the successful podcast. We have this successful friendship. We have so many successful yeah. things. We are successfully not sick, as far as we know. True. So True. we got this. Well, you want to start or? I'll start. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so I majored in journalism, which we talked about, which we have talked about. And I. My concentration was in photo and video, but I also like had to do writing as well. And I kind of consider like stuff that I've gotten published in like three different categories. The first one is like stuff published through a journalism class. So like strictly mm. kind of journalistic articles. The second one is like more blog type content that I published through like an outside organization. Um, and then the third are like a couple creative writing pieces I've had published through a university um, publication at our alma mater, which was UNC Chapel Hill. Yes. Um, so yeah, I have a couple things that are like just articles that are published through some journalism classes I was in. Um, I was in a class called Community Journalism, which was uh, taught by a professor who started a newspaper in Durham, um, which is like our sister. Uh, Durham is a city, Chapel Hill is a town, but whatever, sister city. Um, and he started this newspaper and it was basically UNC students in this one class and then students from North Carolina Central University, which is in Durham, we worked together and wrote articles uh, for the newspaper called the Durham Voice, which again, my professor started and it was awesome. And I learned a bunch about how to write for like an actual local publication. Um, and I was mostly a photographer because he realized I was a pretty bad writer when it came to journalistic stuff uh, because I talked about that in our last episode about the horrible class I took <laughs> with a horrible professor or not even professor teacher. But I have, I wrote like a couple things that were cool. Um, I wrote about my, probably my favorite story where I took some pretty awesome photos, which I was really proud of too, was um, every year a children's theater in Durham does a production of the Nutcracker and it's like a more of like a hip hop, like it, it involves like every, I don't know, it's more like, I don't, I don't know. It's like really cool. And it's, it's like modern, it's, it's a modern version of the Nutcracker. Like I, yeah. It, it was cool and I they do it every year and they it's very um just they call it the Durham Nutcracker so it's it's just a different adaptation it was really cool and yeah um they do like a lot more hip-hop and they do just a lot more other types of dance that weren't in the <laughs> original Nutcracker or the cool yeah and then another class I took was Media Hub and I took that like my last semester at UNC and um that was basically we wrote stories for like the Media Hub website, but then we had a PR student in the class who would like try and get them published on other local publications. So we had like a couple that were published like in other um, North Carolina publications, which was cool. 
and I did a really awesome story about um, women's wrestling um, at <laughs> a small high school, or a very small high school um, in a small town in North Carolina. And this is like, I shouldn't say women's. I mean, it was, they were young girls. <laughs> it was the high school. It wasn't like the wrestling team at the high school. We went to the high school to do the story, but it was like a, um, it was like tiny little girls all the way up to high school student girls yeah. that were in this wrestling tournament. And there were some that had to wrestle boys in the tournament because there weren't enough girls there or whatever. And so it was super interesting. And I, yeah, I really Whoa. enjoyed covering that story. Um, and I did work for the Daily Tar Heel for like six months and I took a couple photos Mm-hmm. And I got a cool photo of Roy Williams that I really like, but that was about yeah. it. I quit that because it was dumb. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't you dumb. Here just, first. No, the Daily Tar Heel is great. I just like, I mean, I just didn't have time and I never really got any instruction because like my friend was the, like the photo editor and like, I, I don't know. I never really, I always felt kind of weird asking him for help <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> even though he was kind of my friend. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was tough cause they had a lot of photographers and it was just like, everyone was kind of on their own a little bit. Um, and I just didn't yeah. have time anymore, but I did, I do kind of have that on my resume. Um, but then there was all the stuff I wrote that wasn't really journalistic. I wrote for the Odyssey, which was that stupid online thing that all colleges had that was like all the like the articles that were like an open letter to whatever and it was always about like greek life or whatever and it was just kind of a blog and i wrote a bunch of stuff on there and i kind of wrote some cool stuff about like marvel and how important wonder woman was to um like how important that movie was i talked about like why i like professional wrestling and stuff that like i was passionate about that i'm glad is on the internet but also like embarrassed by the platform it ended up being on um (laughs) But I also wrote for the tab, which was like my favorite thing ever. Um, it was basically like the Odyssey, but it was like the journalistic version of it. So we actually wrote news stuff about UNC and each like college had their own section of it. So we did write like news news pieces and we'd go out and do stories. Um, but I, I wrote like features too. So I wrote like stuff about panic attacks and like depression and this stuff that was less newsy. Those are my favorite pieces I wrote for them. Um, and I got to take photos of Obama through them. So that was really exciting, which was like my favorite thing ever. Um, but yeah, that's like, I feel like my favorite pieces I have published are probably from like the tab or the Odyssey even because they're more like what I actually liked writing. They're less journalistic and more kind of blog pieces about like my life and stuff that was important to me. And I'm really proud of those stuff that I wrote um for sure even if they're not like I don't know on my own blog or anything I'm proud of I'm proud of them um yeah but yeah you can what what have you gotten published I'll go back to like a couple creative stuff that was published at the end because I really don't have that much of like what I actually want to go into publish (laughs) like which is like poetry and prose I don't really have any of that published but yeah just a couple I was just going to say, I remember, uh, like, one of the stories I remember from that time period of your writing is um, something about interracial dating. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a piece about um, my boyfriend and I, and <laughs> literally, <laughs> I'm opening it right now, literally, it um, it was titled, What's It Like Being in an Interracial Relationship in the South? And literally, the, like, subheadline is, if you want to know how it's affected me, it hasn't. So it's kind of a lame article because it's really not saying it's affected <laughs> me at all. But like, I think that, um, I don't know. I think it's important. I think it's, yeah. I think probably it has, it didn't affect me because I was in the bubble of Chapel Hill, which is a very liberal right. area. But I think, yeah, I wrote about stuff like that. And I think it was like, another one I wrote was, um, this was on the Odyssey and it was 
dear youth group. And I just talked about how important my youth group was to me. And, um, yeah. our youth leader, Georgie actually, um, she showed that to the Bishop to try and get, cause at, at the time, uh, they wanted Cardinal Gibbons, which is a high school I went to, they wanted Cardinal Gibbons to have like their own youth group or like they wanted Cardinal Gibbons to not like go to their own parishes, like the students to go to their own parishes. They wanted them to stay with Gibbons. So like people that got confirmed would just be like a Gibbons group instead of going to their separate parishes, like back to where they went to church their whole life or whatever. And I kind of, she used that article I wrote to kind of help the Bishop understand why it was important that I go back to like my home parish instead of going with my high school to like get confirmed yeah. or whatever. I mean, it's kind of confusing if you don't understand all the <laughs> bits and pieces of getting confirmed and whatnot, but I think Parishes. That it was cool that it was cool that, um, that that like people and people really appreciated like the, my articles. Cause I'd post them on like my Facebook. And I think I mentioned this before, but like I went to my gym that I would go to and like, my friend from middle school that I hadn't talked to in years came up to me and just was like, I love your writing. And yeah. I think that's, that was like really, really cool yeah, to I've hear. Always, so. I've always been surprised by the amount of people that like actually apparently read it if you post it on Facebook. Like, yeah, like I, and now with my own blog that I run, um, it's just like, yeah, it's interesting to hear like all people that are actually reading it. Yeah. Um, which is awesome because I'm glad that people are reading it. <laughs> I know, right? At some point, you don't want to be like, I'm annoying all my friends and family by posting this stuff. But <laughs> in reality, I feel like the most people that use Facebook now are only really my friends and family and they won't be annoying. Yeah. So. Um, cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah. What's, what's your history, Ben Anna Claire? I want your, um, um your immunization history, your sexual history. Your <laughs> oh God. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> whoa, you just sent me into a world into of a spiral trauma anyways so i have maybe you I, shouldn't actually say that um <laughs> uh, it's fine okay that's what a traumatized person would say okay so i have some stuff from high school technically but it, i wait i got a poem to published in that. fourth grade <laughs> cool that count? no it was in a book that everyone got their poems published <laughs> the end no this was this was the literary magazine but i don't really want to talk about that so i'm not going to instead okay. i'm going to talk about let's see for my art articles i have one two three four five six seven eight nine so i have nine that i can talk about if i need to talk about all of them but um <coughs> probably won't um I don't know, the big ones that kind of stand out that I guess I sort of hinted at were um, my Harlots story with the Hulu series, mm -hmm. my Trina Robbins interview, the first woman to draw Wonder Woman. And then I have my story um, on digital art in the Procreate app. And then I guess I also got to interview the director. He's like the director, the screenwriter, he voiced two characters and he founded the animation studio that produced the film. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn. Um, but Sergio Pablos uh, of the movie Klaus from Netflix, um, I interviewed him right before the Oscars. They didn't win, sadly. They were nominated. I'm sorry. I am pissed that Frozen 2 didn't win or wasn't even nominated. I oh, loved Frozen 2. Anyway. Is it not going to be nominated for the next cycle? No, Frozen 2 would have been in, in uh, oh. last year's Oscars. They just didn't nominate it. They nominated Toy Story. Usually, I mean, well, they'll sometimes oh. nominate two Disney movies, but 
I'm pretty sure Toy Story one. I don't remember. Yeah, Toy Story four yeah. one. But which I love Toy Story, but I was really pissed. I didn't even see Toy Story four. I'm just done. It, sh- it should have like ended with three, but I'm sure. I think Toy Story four people have said is great, but whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, into um, the unknown. Into the unknown. <laughs> I can sing yeah. just like Idina Menzel. So yeah, I don't know. Is there one that's more interesting that I should talk about? I don't know. I'm super interested about the Klaus one. Okay. And I guess I didn't talk about that at all last time. Um, You talked about a little bit, but... Yeah, so basically, I was, like, super interested in this movie because it looked visually special to me. I wasn't sure what about it, but something looked unique. Um, And actually, they invented a whole new animation system for the film. Um, Because normally, animation is either hand-drawn, like the classic Disney films, and it's like flat, or um, it's computer-rendered and Mm -hmm. totally three-dimensional. And this is sort of a combination. Um, The whole film is hand-drawn, but they invented sort of an in-between system to paint it and make it look sort of three-dimensional and have the lighting be like moving and everything. Wow. So I asked him some questions about that technology and sort of, they were kind of keeping it a little secret because I think the plan is to sell it, which makes sense. Got Disney cash. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Exactly. Um, He actually, this was really exciting for me. He used to work at Disney and one of his big films that he contributed to was Treasure Planet. Oh, that's awesome. Never he designed um, the doctor, the dog mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. That's his little character. Oh, um, right? And I can even sort of see visual similarities between that character and the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think I, I ended up doing an email interview because we were kind of short on time. Yeah. Um, so, but his question and answers, like I made sure to sort of convey what I wouldn't be able to since it wasn't in person. I was like, Klaus is a very special movie that is, like my nose is stubby. Okay. <laughs> thought you were about to just start crying. Klaus, Klaus is, a very <laughs> no. I was like, Klaus is a very special movie. It's like got a great message that's like important for today. And then also like visually, it seems like it might be groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, I was like, how does it feel to be part of that? So, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's been, it's been really nice to be able to sort of pitch stories and get the chance to sort of like, sort of, sort of talk to people that I am interested in. And then also those, cause I've written some other stuff like interviews with up and coming artists or like done some sort of, um, geez, that is my favorite word today. Mm-hmm. Um, some interest pieces on like, um, my editor pitched or assigned this to me as like the history of the caduceus really hope i'm saying it that right which is like i wouldn't know so it's like the medical symbol but it's not really a medical symbol this the wings with the two snakes yeah but it's not actually related to medicine so i was like writing about that whole backstory which is fascinating because tons of organizations have replaced it since then but the united states still uses it which is ironic. Did you see that they just replaced the Land O'Lakes Butter logo and they took away the Native American? 
Sorry. Oh my God. I just had to say that because I just got some butter yesterday and I was like, what's different about this? I was like, what's different about this? And then I saw on the news that they replaced it. Yeah. Or they took her, they took, they took that away. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. It's, it's, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. And then I'm, these are the things to get excited about when you're in quarantine and you get a butter delivery and you see them. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, I think those other stories have been like a great experience as well. And I end up being able to kind of shape it so that it is interesting to me still, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's fun. I think that's kind of, even if you're like given a story to write that you don't really, you just, you all, I mean, if you have to write it anyway, you got to find a way that you can relate to it or a way that you can enjoy it and yeah, whatnot. So when I've been doing that, like as long as I've been writing in school because it was yeah. the only way I could get myself to write so well, yeah otherwise it's just misery <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I think um, that um I know I have kind of the more I guess I don't know when I was in like journalism school we the classes I took we could pretty much choose what we wanted to write about um mm-hmm. like I wasn't in very many writing classes and the two classes I mentioned we both, we like would write for publications, but like, I wasn't really a writer. I was more a photographer and I only wrote a tiny bit. Um, so that like, wasn't my main role, but I've really been able to choose a lot of stories and you just have to, but we basically would just pitch them to the professor or professor or whatever. And, um, I was lucky to, I guess, I mean, cause learning how to do that and learning how to pick a story and contact the people and whatever, like learning how to do that instead of just being handed, like, okay, you're going to write about this and here's who you're going to contact. Like, which is pretty much how I'm, I'm sure many, many like newspapers are run and whatever. I mean, yeah, I think it's cool that, especially with online stuff, we get the opportunity to basically just pitch whatever we want to, wherever we want, <laughs> theoretically, yeah. um, which is kind of yeah, the same I, about writing novels too. <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say, I, the, I've interviewed people in like the UK, in, yeah. um, New Zealand, in Indonesia. Dang, girl. Uh, they had to, the Indonesian artist, they had to hire a translator because he doesn't speak English. Uh, so that was kind of cool. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a cool experience. There were plenty of like international trips that I never went on um, at UNC. They offered plenty for journalism students, but that would have been a cool experience. I didn't go. Yeah. I went on the trip that went to like three hours away instead of the one that mm-hmm. went across the ocean. <laughs> So they all spoke yeah, English be, three hours away, but. Well, I've only interviewed one of them in person. Yeah. Um, Trina. Yeah, we only, I mean, first people that I interviewed, like the only times I interviewed them in person were if we were actually filming, filming the interview, so. Yeah. But now because of the internet, pretty much well, anything is possible. Know. I know. Uh, anyways. Yeah, it um, also is a little scary. <laughs> So have you gotten any, like, any, like, poems or, I don't even know if you really wrote poetry, did you? Yeah, sort of. I, so the program I did at Columbia um, was a poetry, they put me in a poetry group. Yeah. They, like, decided that a whole bunch of people, the work they submitted was poetry-esque and then put <laughs> us in this poetry group. You just wrote the Odyssey. Please go into this poetry group. <laughs> but I didn't realize, like... <sighs> I've always been kind of short with my fiction, so mm-hmm. it almost does read like prose, um, but it you was never really, or... well, like prose poetry. Is prose, like, is prose just like, I don't really know the definition of prose then. Is it just like short story-ish, like, or? 
I, from what I understand, this could be yes. totally wrong. From what I understand, there's like prose, which is like fiction. Yeah. Then there's poetry and there's like prose poetry, which is like okay. poetry e fiction. Yeah. I don't know. I could be making that no, up. That, that's totally true. Yes, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I I never really thought about submitting stuff to get published, honestly. Yeah. I've never had anything finished enough or had, because um, when it comes to a lot of fiction stuff, it's like competitions and you have to pay. Yeah, totally. That's always been sort of my holdup. And I guess I haven't run into anyone at a party who like publishes that kind of thing. Like that's the only reason that is how I got started with the art writing. So. Yeah. I mean, I never had any luck submitting I would submit like every semester to Cellar Door and I never got anything so wow yeah and so um Cellar Door was kind of like the main literary magazine at UNC I think um mm-hmm. I mean there was though a couple I did get a poem that was about like panic attacks and mental health I got that published in um it was called the Health Humanities Journal and it was like brand new that year that I got it published and it was just like a, hmm. a literary kind of journal um at UNC that was meant to kind of bring together like health stuff and then like humanities obviously so <laughs> like it was yeah. people that wrote about it was there were, could be like academic papers in there but there was also like poems about mental health like me or just mm-hmm. kind of stuff that brought the literary world into the science world um and so I got a poem published in there and then I also got like a poem that same poem like a different revision of it and like a little tiny prose piece published on um, another like UNC, it was like an online literary magazine that UNC had. Um, hmm. and I just went to it the other day and I think it's like now they're trying to make it like a national thing. So that's kind of cool, but that is cool. I mean, it was because I had so much stuff in all these like creative writing classes I was taking. And so I, and I was more like adamant about trying to get it published, I guess. But now like, yeah, you're right. It's all contests. It's not like, I don't know. It's tough to, <laughs> And they're all yeah. like admission fees and whatnot. And it's really tough to, to kind of manage all that. Because I have plenty yes, I, of poems. I have plenty of poems that I'd like want to get published. But instead of dealing with all that, I just put them on my website. <laughs> I was like, whatever. <laughs> like, I just don't I know. Mean, I put stuff on fan fiction. Yeah, like I wanted them somewhere. And it was just seems like, like, I really need to be better about submitting stuff. And, but like when I really, what I really want to get out there are my novels and that takes a lot more work than like a contest I'll have to pay 20 bucks for and won't win at all like and I'd rather focus on I'd rather focus on the big novels or whatever so I know there are some competitions I mean also these kind of competitions usually tend to lend themselves to like literary stuff yeah but I know there are some that um look for like the beginning of books like novels Mm. to be submitted and then That's you cool. could always maybe write a short story in that world. Yeah, I have I have short stories that I really love that have nothing to do with the books that I'm trying to get published. Yeah. But I think that I really, I, those are my website too. I was just like, I need to put these somewhere because I'm proud of them. And I like was going through all the stuff I wrote for my creative writing classes. And I was like, I want these to be somewhere at least. So yeah. anyway, but cool. I think it was, I was more adamant about trying to get stuff published while I was in college because I was like, what else am I going to do? But now that I have a real job... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't have that much free time in college either. Yeah. <sighs> but for some reason, I was more like passionate about it. Um, Who knows? Probably because I had just written it. Phases. Yeah. Maybe. It's all, it's all phases of like, yeah, motivation, whatever. Yeah. It's hard to like, 
when I was writing my query letter and you helped me like with it mm -hmm. a lot or like with the revision the 15th revision or whatever yeah <laughs> like it's hard in your in your like bio that you have to write it's like well I have nothing published and they don't care like honestly a lot of literary agents don't even care but you have to kind of write a bio and say like if you did have something published that may be relevant like go ahead and say that but it's kind of a little bit of like a slap in the face and it's like well I have nothing so I'm just gonna yeah. not put anything <laughs> even though they really don't care and so many literary literary agents are like it's fine like just don't put anything but it still kind of sucks yeah like I have this article that I wrote but it's like this doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> fiction so but it's like you're you're I don't know on the one hand yes but then the other hand it shows like you write and you have an audience exactly that's true interested yeah, that is true. And now that I like, that was my point of like trying to build my blog up and was basically, I was waiting for literary agents to respond to me. And I was like, well, I should probably try and start building some sort of audience, even if it's only like a hundred people. Yeah. Um, which is still a lot. <laughs> well, and that's why we started doing this sort of. It's yeah. one of the motivations. Because we're bored as hell. No. <laughs> nope. Busy. Well, now we are. Well, actually, no, I'm still just as busy. I'm just yeah, less, same. I'm still just as busy. I'm less productive. That's pretty much it, which sucks. <laughs> but yeah I don't know I was like you have seen I've been animating a lot like I almost yeah. have done I, I'm animating to this song so yeah. I almost have like a full two minutes of animation it's awesome which is crazy <laughs> somebody should pay you for that I'll pay you for that and all right just I'll pay all you time every, every time it shows up it. on my feed I'll pay you for it okay <laughs> like, this Sounds is making good. me happy here's two dollars I was thinking like 15 cents. Oh, well, okay. I $2 it is. Hey, I okay. got that I got that stimulus check money. I'll give you $5. <laughs> this is just the first year that I haven't been my parents haven't claimed me as a dependent, so cuz this is the first year they haven't been helping me with everything. So, or 2009 my 2019 tax year was the first year, so yeah. I'm proud of proud of my stimulus check. <laughs> Oh, good for you. Good for me. Even though I feel really bad and I want to give it away because I still have a paycheck and I'm very grateful. So you could give it away. I already used it to pay off some bills. So maybe I needed it. <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. I well, did give I did give some away to my aunt because she's great and she made she made my whole family face masks for free. Um and she's uh -huh. and she gave me she literally mailed me toilet paper. So like I gave her I, I gave her a couple gifts. So oh. anyway. <laughs> well, okay. So that was, our, that was our that was our stuff that we've gotten published. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're losing our minds. It's yeah, clearly, clearly. But that was our stuff we've gotten published, and we're yes. proud of it. Even though we wish other stuff would be published too, but we still need to focus yeah. on how accomplished we are. And when you Google my so name, all of this shit comes up. So there, I'm proud of that. Yeah. I haven't Googled myself in a while, so I don't know what comes up. But I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Uh, don't worry. I'm not, not necessarily Googling you. Like, I don't Google you a lot, but like, I wouldn't recommend just Googling yourself to anyone because it can, it can be a, a No, trap. yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm just gonna, yeah. Okay. Anyways. Have bye. a great another day in mm -hmm. this apocalyptic Quarantine. world. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't hesitate to let us know what you think or suggest a new discussion topic. You can email us at nature at gmail.com or use the Ask Me Anything tab on our stupid Tumblr, nature.tumblr.com. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>